from the KMNN studios, this is the Kids Morning News Network. It's Friday, February 9th, 2024, and I'm Alex in the KMNN studio in New York. It's one of my favorite days of the year. Today is National Pizza Day. Take a few minutes and pay your respects to the perfect slice. Happy New Year! Tomorrow marks the start of the Lunar New Year, which is celebrated in many Asian cultures. The calendar a lot of us in the U.S. use today began in Europe, and it has 12 months. But many other places in the world, and even in Europe before the current calendar caught on, have historically used a calendar based on the cycles of the moon, which is what lunar means, something having to do with the moon. The lunar month begins with the new moon, which is when you can't see it at all, and the middle of the month is the full moon. Different cultures have different ways of celebrating the new year, from lion dances and dragon dances in China, paying respects to the ancestors in Korea, or special food in Vietnam. However you're celebrating, Happy New Year! And if you're not celebrating yet, see if you can find a Lunar New Year's event near you. Tuesday, if you remember, was the anniversary of the first spacewalk that did not have the astronauts tethered to the ship. Today is the anniversary of another historic spacewalk, especially appropriate since it's Black History Month. On this day in 1995, Dr. Bernard Harris became the first black American to walk in space. Dr. Harris first became interested in being an astronaut when he was just 13 years old. He was watching on TV when the Apollo 11 astronauts landed on the moon. Growing up in Texas, he took part in science fairs. Then he went to college and became a doctor. Somehow along the way, he found the time to become a licensed pilot and a scuba diver also. All of which are key skills for any wannabe astronauts. After traveling about 7 million miles in space over a couple of different trips, Dr. Harris retired from NASA. But he still works in science and research. Happy spacewalk anniversary, Dr. Harris. Here's today's riddle. Yesterday was, what do an island and the letter T have in common? The answer? They're both in the middle of water. Get it? All right, today's riddle. You can catch me, but you can't throw me. What am I? You can catch me, but you can't throw me. I'll give you the answer on Monday. It is National Pizza Day, so it makes sense that the next story is about what is today the home of pizza, Naples, Italy. Did you ever try to read something someone has written, like a note, but their handwriting is so bad you can't figure it out? Oh my gosh! Alright, now imagine rolling that note up and burying it in the fireplace next time you're having a fire. Then try to read it. Oh my gosh! Oh, and on top of that, it's written in a dead language from 2,000 years ago. Oh my gosh! Sounds impossible, right? Luckily, some student researchers didn't think so. They managed to read scrolls, like rolled up books, that were buried in the eruption of Mount Vesuvius in ancient Rome 2,000 years ago. This is really amazing. I read about it in Nature. The scrolls look like burned lumps of wood, like sticks. The papyrus that they're made out of, which is a kind of ancient paper, is burned black 
and can't be unrolled. It would just crumble into dust. So scientists took the rolls and scanned them with a CT scanner, a CAT scan like you might get at a hospital. They wrote code that virtually, in the computer, unrolled them. But even then, it just looked like a black sheet. So they made the files public and held a contest to see if anyone could figure out how to see and I'm doing air quotes here, see the words on this burned papyrus. Well, three college students came up with an answer. The ink that was used to write on the scrolls way back when had a slightly different texture than the rest of it. So these students used AI to figure out the ancient Greek letters using that little difference in texture. And what do these long lost scrolls talk about? What have we waited 2000 years to hear? Well, ancient Rome, you might expect philosophy. All right, it's going to be a snowy day in the Mountain West and in the Northern Plains and a rainy one in the Southeast today. Warm air is pushing up into the eastern half of the country, and that's making things a little unsettled. I like to end with a poem, and today, for the first time in honor of National Pizza Day, we have an original poem courtesy of our writer, Julie Siegel. Ode to a slice of pie. Not pumpkin, apple, or key lime. The pie of my eye is the most divine. Cheese and sauce and a handy crust. Pizza is an absolute must. Thin crust, deep dish, lots of toppings or none at all. Add it to the menu anytime. To me, pizza is perfect as long as it's mine, oh mine. On that note, have a cheesy day. Be kind. Have a great weekend. Thank you very much for listening. Please spread the word about this podcast. I'll be back Monday. I hope you are too. From the KMNN Newsroom, this is Alex signing off.